0: Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by
1: Arby's, Overhead Door, Lewis Drug, Great Life Health and Fitness, and Fireplace Pros. All right, so I mentioned the fact that I was at uh, Corey Insurance this morning, also at Hague Realtors, picking up some prizes for our summer skip day, which is July 28th at Madison Country Club. You can call now for a tea time there, by the way. Uh now the winner of each of our five links and lineys tournaments go into the championship flight there. Everybody else can play. I, I I'd like to see thirty teams there for um July twenty eighth. That's a Friday. All the other tournaments are Saturdays, but I'd like to see thirty teams anyway, maybe even a little bit more. Not a whole lot more, because then it gets too full. Because we've got a shotgun that day. It's the only time we do a shotgun. And I just started this last year, and that way when we get done with Summer Skip Day and I've got all these prizes, uh, we can give them away, and everybody gets their stuff, everybody knows who won instantly, and hopefully everybody goes home with a just a big smile on their face. That's almost always been the case. Every year we've done it. Um, I, it it's the closest I feel to Santa Claus all year long is that day, aside from Christmas, which we always have January 1st. At my house anyway, uh, with all my grandkids. So it's a fun day. So leading up though to that are five tournaments on our Lynx and Liney summer golf tour. And believe it or not, we're already up to the fourth one coming up, uh, on Saturday, June, June 3rd is the day. Yeah. Saturday, June 3rd. And Dustin Crease joins us from Central Valley. And, uh, how, Dustin, first of all, how the, how are the greens running? Cause, you know, Mike Smith is just the best.
2: He is. Uh, greens are good. Good as always. Um, rolling good and starting to take them down a height a little bit. So <laughs> come, come June 3rd, we'll be, we'll be ready. They'll be, we'll be looking good and rolling good and hopefully rolling fast and it should be a good day.
1: Just make sure you're kind on the pin placements that day. <laughs> I'll, I'll pass it along. Okay. Uh, I don't know who, who's responsible for that?
2: Oh, we can always blame Mike. I'm sure. I'm sure one of the guys in the crew will do it. But uh, any any bad pins, uh, we'll, we'll blame Mike for sure.
1: Yeah. Well, it's not anything like the Miley, which is what August fourth,
2: third. Oh, like that. yeah, right in there. Yeah, last Friday there in, in August. Or the first Friday in August.
1: Yep. Yep. Because right, yep, some yep. of those pin placements are kind of silly, but they're meant yeah. to be. They're meant to be. There you are. Yep. All right. So, how does one get involved in our tournament coming up on? The third of June. Uh,
2: give us a call. Uh, 605-528-6122. Uh, give us a call in the pro shop. We'll get you a tea time. Uh, we're taking them basically between eight o'clock a.m. and noon. Uh, you've got your pick of what time you want to play. So give us a call before, uh, before they're filled up.
1: So if somebody really wants to play later than that, they can.
2: Oh, absolutely. We'll, we'll take uh, anybody that uh, wants to play. Yeah.
1: So you've basically blocked off for now. Yep. That time for Links and the Lonnie's tea times, but if somebody, like me, uh, I, it's marginal as to whether I can quite play yet then. Uh, I'm, I i do not think my surgeon's gonna quite let me play that day, but I could still come out and chip and putt on our team. Uh, but I, I've got something at 11 o'clock I'm part of, the Bob Young celebration at USF at, at the Bob. I'm gonna be involved in that, so if I could play at like 3 o'clock, I could do that.
2: You definitely could, and I I think we could probably make an exception for you as well.
1: Okay. All right. I'll see if I get a team put together, and uh, it would be later in the day, so I'll let you know. Yeah. Um, And then specials on Summer Shandy? Oh, we'll have
2: Summer Shandy for sure. Wouldn't be a a Lynx and Lanocookle's day without it.
1: It would not. So are you
2: getting out to play at all? Uh, I've got a couple rounds in.
1: (laughs) That's more than me. (laughs) Uh,
2: Yeah. No, slow, slow going, but... uh, well, we haven't had much for, for great weather until recently, so. But, uh, now everybody's coming out now that the weather's nice and courses are busy, so we're in full swing.
1: Yep. Well, it's good to get you on the circuit this year. You've been missing the last couple of years because I've tried to rotate things around a little bit and I'm glad to have you back because, uh, I your, your course has, aside from hole 12, and I've been very vocal about this and <laughs> anybody that ever asked me, uh, I love playing your chorus, but I always skip hole 12 and just write down a double bogey and move to the next hole, because I probably would have gotten at least that. Uh, all kidding aside, I always end up being talked into playing it, but um, I, I, your chorus is really fun. It's interesting, it's fun, and the main thing is that, uh, you know, it's just always in terrific shape.
2: It is. It is right now, too. It came through the winter really well, so it's, uh, it's looking really good already this early in the year.
1: So, Dustin, again, the number to call for that tee time?
2: Yeah, 528-6122. So, yeah, we will take as many teams as we can get if you can't play in the morning. Let us know what time, and we'll make it work for you.
1: That sounds great. All right. Thanks a bunch. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. Sounds good. Thanks, Mark. You bet. Dustin Kreish, our guest, the head pro at Central Valley Golf Course over in Hartford. And uh, that's going to be our fourth out of five. The fifth one is the Bridges. That's the 4th of July weekend. And then, of course, the grand finale is Summer Skip Day, and that's July 28th, which is a Friday. whole point of it being a Friday, it's Summer Skip Day. You have to skip work to play in that tournament. Uh, let's get that thing filled up so we can raise a bunch of money for Feeding South Dakota. What part of your home likely gets used at least four times a day? What do people see first when they arrive at your home? In both cases, it's probably your garage door. Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls offers durable, dependable, stylish doors. And we'll match any competitor's price on a comparable door. Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls, now celebrating 55 years in Sioux Falls, plus offices in Aberdeen and Watertown. Find us at OverheadDoorSD.com. That's OverheadDoorSD.com.
0: Advanced Thompson Vision. We change lives by creating vision every day.
2: Everybody used to laugh at me. If I didn't have four pair of glasses on my hat, I would have broken ones in my purse. I struggled. I had cataract and lasik surgery done. From when you walk in, the greeting to the receptionist, to each person that works with you, it's just over the top wonderful. I'm so thankful every day. Download our free cataract checklist at VanceThompsonVision.com.
1: No one has a handbook for what we're living through today, which is why the experience you have access to makes all the difference in how you make it to tomorrow. For decades, Dakota Bank has worked with ag producers through industry, economic, and regional changes. We're committed to agriculture. We're committed to the producers and families that make our communities great. Go with commitment, experience, and integrity. Dakota Bank Banking, Insurance, Mortgage, and Trust.
2: or go to
1: BillionAuto.com slash fleet. Orthopedic pain shouldn't disrupt every part of your life. Yep, any time of day. But as for straighter, I sure can't help with that. <laughs> I, I know that. But our golf pro certainly Four. can. <laughs> Give us a call or stop by any of our locations to see what we're all about. Or go to joingreatlife.com. Live, play, better at Great Life. Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by
0: Sanford Health, Rosenbauer, Vance Thompson Vision, Dakota Bank, Haig Realtors,
2: and Comfort King.
1: I uh, we're switching gears and we're talking baseball. I was just out at the Augie uh, field uh, actually this morning as uh interviewing players as they get ready for the Super Regional Friday and Saturday. Uh it it's just crazy that this happened because there was no way. If you'd have looked at what teams were playing in which regional, uh there was like a 2% chance that Augustana would be hosting Mankato for the right to go play in the College World Series in D2. It's just crazy that, that it worked out this way, uh, but it did. And it's uh, so it's two NSIC foes playing against each other, Uh best of three. One game Friday night, two games Saturday if necessary. Starting at one o'clock Friday night, six o'clock, and they're expecting a just an overflow of fans there to cheer for their. Vikings at Ronkin Field. So there you go. Uh, Sioux Falls Stadium is the host of uh, a couple of more games this week as last night the Canaries beat their arch rivals because Augie and Mankato are arch rivals when it comes to baseball. Uh, the Canaries knocked off the Explorers last night four to three. Tanner Hoops joins us, voice of the Canaries. And Tanner, so far it's been a little bit of an up and down season for you so far. Are you okay? Yeah. Doing my best,
0: Mark. Uh, really, really happy to be back and uh, really excited to see what we do the rest of the way. You know, the offense has been really fun to watch. And, you know, the pitching staff has had some early bumps they've had to work through, but we're starting to get those guys to come into form and looking forward to seeing what the finished product is. Uh,
1: you said that pretty nicely when you say some bumps. Uh, you've you've had some games where you've scored more than enough runs to win and given up. It, it, they've, you've had some football scores so far already.
0: Yeah, we really have, you know, and, uh, it, it's, it's tough to find good pitching in this league and it's even harder to keep it. And that's not exclusive to us. I know that's, uh, that's a trend league wide. Uh, but we're excited about some of the guys that we're bringing in. We're continue to shore up that pitching staff and, you know, kind of fill in some of those holes where needed. Uh, we feel like we have the offense that'll keep us in any game. You know, we, re- we really are excited about the lineup that we've put together, some of the guys that we've gone around the league and brought in. And, you know, like you said, we've scored enough runs where uh, the record probably should be better than it is, uh, but but you know we're we're getting there where we uh, want to be with the pitching staff slowly but surely, and you know it's a marathon, not a sprint, and uh, we're excited to see what this staff looks like here in a week, two weeks, and uh, eventually toward the end of the season.
1: Yeah, because last night actually was a, a you know that's a real step in the right direction to win a four to three game because your games lately have been sixteen to twelve, they've been twelve to nine boy eight to seven would be a low scoring game for you guys and it's a high scoring game for most people so four to three I I think that's promising
0: yeah absolutely you know in Sioux City eight and one coming into it holding them to two hits uh, it's a big step in the right direction for us. You know, we brought in a couple of new guys over the weekend. Uh One of them made his debut last night in Angel LeBron. Great name for an athlete, by the way. And picked up the win. Uh, he he was awesome. We're really excited to have him. Good lefties. Commands his fastball well. He's got really good off-speed stuff that's supplemented. Uh, Charlie Hasty got his first save, a guy who, you know, we haven't had a whole lot of opportunities for him late in ball games. He's moved into the closer role this year, but he's looked awesome early on. Uh, we've got some pieces that we're really excited about. I know you look at some of the scores and, uh, you may think, you know, there's just not a whole lot of bright spots with that canary pitching staff. But, you know, we're excited about some of the guys that we do have. And, you know, it's about, uh, going out, showing up some of those pieces and, you know, finding a dime in the rough or two that, uh, someone else has overlooked and, uh, bringing them in and seeing what they can do with us.
1: Well, Mike Meyer had told us before the season started the, that you were bringing in a lot of young talent, uh, as opposed to maybe going with some old veterans but maybe it sounds like hm let's bring in a couple of veterans cuz they they kind of know what they're doing like angel for example i i'm guessing with his experience it's good to have somebody like that on your staff you can't really have enough experience can you
0: no, no, for sure. I know that's uh, kind of been the trend here for the last couple of years, and we really did want to invest in our youth. And, you know, we do have some veteran guys that we're excited about. Ty Colbert will go tonight. Akeem Bostick has looked good early on. Uh, but we're trying to supplement some of those young guys that, you know, just need a shot somewhere that have been overlooked. And uh, Mike is a great guy for uh, for that role. You know, he kind of fits that bill as a, when he was a player, and he manages that way. Uh, just giving guys opportunities where they may have been overlooked and, you know, uh, once we get them in the building, seeing how far we can develop them and uh, see what we can
1: do. Tanner Hoops is our guest. He's the voice of the Canaries. You mentioned Ty Culbreth, who's pitching tonight. Uh, I didn't realize until we just had Mike on before the season started that you have three player coaches on the same team. I've never heard of that before. How's that been working so far? Because that's really unique.
0: Yeah, it is. You know, uh, a lot of the guys are excited about it. Um, Jabari, of course, is back. He's a fan favorite here, and he always commands a lot of locker room respect. Uh, he's back as the hitting coach, and you know, he does a wonderful job with the guys. Uh, he's a guy that's very cerebral about what he does. You know, he's very meticulous. He's not always uh the most vocal guy as a coach. I know that may be hard to believe when you see the, the social media content that comes out. He's a very personable, very affable guy. Uh but as a coach he's he's very cerebral, uh very observant, what have you, and he's he's a really good listener when it comes to that. Ty in his first season as the pitching coach, you know, and I asked uh, Neil Lang, who's gonna start tomorrow for us, uh how's that been going this season? You know, having a player pitching coach and you know, he said uh last season, his first year with us. Uh, he thought of Ty as a pitching coach. Then, you know, because Ty is a he's a he's a coach in the off season. You know, he runs his off season program. Uh, he's been uh, part of some really good teams over the course of his career in the Rockies organization, and you know, he's just really smart, meticulous about what he does. And then Mike Hart comes back, who had some really good seasons with us uh, his first time around, and he's kind of our defensive coordinator type coach. He's uh, he's really responsible for our defensive positioning. Uh, where we can put guys in order to maximize our uh, defensive efficiency, fielding percentage, what have you. And, you know, we're happy with the way that we've, uh, we've played defense here early on. Um, you know, and we've got a lot more technology and data with Rav Soto, what have you, available to us this year. So having Mike back is great in a lot of capacities, but uh, uh, even better when we can uh, help translate that onto
1: the field. Tanner, I'm sitting here trying not to be chuckling because then you'd be wondering what on earth is he laughing about. Well, here you go. Here's what I'm wondering about. When when Ty has to have a mound visit, does he just call time out to the referee? He goes okay. This is an official visit, me and myself. And then he starts yelling at himself. What are you doing? Get you need to keep the ball down. What are you even thinking about? And then the the umpire walks out, says enough. You know your time is up. Okay, mound visit's over, and he goes back to pitching. <laughs> yeah, I've been waiting for that. I've been waiting to see
0: what that was going to look like. You know, uh, we we haven't seen a whole lot of uh ty needing that necessarily mike has come out a couple of times and talked to him you know he's still uh got that pitcher's background what have you but you know we were talking about that kind of in the booth uh you know what's that going to look like this year you know how's ty going to conduct his mountain visits with himself uh because when he goes out there and he talks with a lot of the other guys you know it's pretty much a one-way conversation uh you know ty's out there and the guys are willing to listen to him uh but he's out there kind of directing traffic and you know he's uh he's just he's really meticulous about what he does, and there's a lot of thought that goes into it. So, um, you know, he's always willing to uh, to learn from Mike too, what have you. But yeah, he's he's out there. And you can just kind of see the wheels turning in his head. It's really fun to
1: watch. Well, I'm guessing Mike has to play the role of pitching coach when Ty is pitching. Right. Yeah. Because that was his background anyway. I mean, he was the, mm-hmm. he was a pitching coach here for a long time before he became manager. Between the two. I think it's been 15 years that he's been here.
0: Yeah, yeah. Mike's a long tenured guy, and you know you've uh, you've seen what he's able to do with pitching stabs and what have you. And you know he's a guy that a lot of people relate to when they come here, and a lot of guys sign because of Mike Meyer because you know he's a guy that kind of traveled the same career path as them, and he's a guy that's willing to invest in the player more than anything. He makes that clear to the guys from day one. I'm here to invest in you. I'm trying to uh, to get you guys. Uh, in a position to succeed you know that's the number one priority and the players really respond to that.
1: Tanner Hoops is our our guest he is the voice of the Canaries have you ever had a walk-off Grand Slam that you've called before because I you just don't see that very often
0: yeah you don't see a seven run ninth inning too often but uh now we've seen uh, some some pretty amazing stuff here going on and Hard to believe. We're only in the second home stand of the season, but you know, funny things happen at a Sioux Falls Stadium. It's really, uh, really a fun, unique venue, and crazy things happen night in and night out. And you know, that's uh, that's kind of what we try to pitch to people is that you just never know what you're going to get. We know we're going to have fun. We know the promotions, the events, the uh, uh, concessions have all been upgraded here over the last couple of years, and you know, we're really, really proud of that. But uh, but you know, funny things happen during the ball game. There, you're never out of it. Um, I think back to last year, the opening home stand down thirteen-two against Winnipeg in the fifth inning, and come back to walk it off like fourteen-thirteen or something. Uh, just things like that happen. You know, it's a it's a special venue. It's a really fun place to go out and get a ball game. All
1: right. So with that with that in mind, with that being said, how in favor would you be of a new ballpark downtown?
0: Yeah, I'll never say no to that. You know, I I love Sioux Falls Stadium. I love the Bird Cage. It's a unique atmosphere that provides its own little vibe, what have you. But I'll never say no to progress to uh, to getting uh, ourselves in a position to succeed. Um, if and when that happens, it'd be something that really cool. I think it'd be good for the city. I think it'd be good for the team. Um, you know, and and I, I trust our ownership. I think they're uh, they're on the cutting edge of uh, what they're looking at, and they're innovative and. Um, you know, I, I, absolutely would be open to it. Uh, it'd be tough to think about a Bowl stadium for sure, but, uh, but no, anytime that you have the chance to, uh, to build and progress, I think that's a good thing.
1: Well, and, and just make sure that that stadium has some nooks and crannies and some very unique aspects to it. Don't have it be 320 down each line, 375 to each power alley, and 410 to center field. Have it be cool. Have it, you know, I'm a, granted, I'm a Bostonian and I grew up, at Fenway Park, but uh, there's some pretty neat stadiums with some uh, with the, with their own personalities out there. I would hope they would do that downtown if they build a stadium there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, I'm excited to see what the uh, the plans would look like uh, if and when that comes into fruition. You know, I think uh, uh, there's people a lot smarter than me that are that are making those decisions, and uh, you know, I'm excited to see what that ends up looking like. Uh, and hopefully, you know, maybe maybe come sooner rather than later, we get a little bit of an idea what that could look like.
1: Tanner, how good can this team be? I mean, we're, what, two and a half weeks into the season, and like like I said, you've seen some highs and some lows already. If, if you were to project out, where would you see this team being in a couple of months? You know, we can absolutely
0: be a playoff team. We're a group that uh, feels like, we can be right there when it's all said and done, you know, you just, you, we we don't necessarily need to win 60 games, it feels like, you know, with the new playoff expansion that came in last year, uh, you get in, and, and then the magic happens, right, but uh, we feel like we're a group that, you know, we can uh, be competitive, hang around, we know the offense is going to keep us in every game, and we think this pitching staff is going to keep getting better, you know, we're going to have guys that approve over the course of the season, uh, I'm certain we're going to go out and uh, make some adjustments, make some moves, what have you, and try to bolster them a little bit. But honestly, Mark, the biggest key for us is going to be uh what kind of length we can get out of our starting pitching. How long uh will it take them to develop? Can we get guys who can uh give you five innings reliably night in, night out? Once we get to that point, you know, we feel like we can be as competitive as anybody.
1: Yeah, because if you can get six or seven innings out of your key guys, that's huge because any baseball team, whether it be independent league or, you know, the major leagues, if you're having to go to that bullpen too early, too often, by the time you get around to August, that bullpen is just gassed.
0: Yeah, and we've seen that over the last couple of years or so and um you know, we're we're excited about uh, the offense being able to keep us in games, but you're right, we got to get the pitching staff to the point where, you know, they can complement that. They can play complementary baseball with them and you know, we feel like we're going to be able to play good enough defense, we know we're able to hit the ball uh, and that pitching staff is only going to get better and better. We're going to, we're going to uh, continue to develop those guys. And, you know, I think we'll see some roster moves and uh, continue to fluctuate that throughout the course of the summer. But, you know, if we can get those guys just to do enough and uh, and just keep that bullpen fresh, you know, it's, it's a long season. Um, if we can do that, especially here early on, we feel like we can be as competitive as anybody.
1: Yeah, and it's great to see, uh, you know, Jordan Vars, the one that hit the walk-off Grand Slam. That is cool. If you can – if you – there's good ball players around here if you get some kids from South Dakota State and Augustana playing for your team that's just a plus too
0: absolutely you know we love our Augustana flavor with uh with Jordan and with Tony Lanier uh Brett Barnett from SDSU you know we're excited about the local flavor that we brought in and uh you know what, who knows maybe when uh when Augie season ends maybe we get a couple of those guys to come in we kind of have that pipeline from uh from Tim Huber and his staff and um, you know, it's worked for us in the past, so maybe, maybe we'll see a few of those guys uh, trade in their Viking uniforms for the birds once when it's all said and
1: done. <laughs> all right, Tanner, thanks a bunch, and uh, enjoy the game tonight. What's uh, 6.35, is that right, first pitch?
0: Yeah, 6.35 will be our new home start time for uh, for most home games this year, uh, barring Saturdays, Sundays, but yeah, come on out, we'd love to have you.
1: Yeah, don't show up at 7.05 thinking you're going to see the first pitch, right? That's exactly it. Uh, you might have already missed a few runs by the time if you get there at 7.05. Tanner, thanks a bunch. We'll talk soon. Thanks for having me on, Mark. You bet. Tanner Hoops, the voice of the Canaries. He's had some interesting games to call already this year, with the highlight, of course, being Jordan Barr's walk-off grand slam, uh, the former Augustana standout, uh, knocking knocking one way over the wall in the bottom of the ninth inning to cap a seven-run rally in a game that they trailed going into the ninth inning. And it was 8-4, to starting the ninth inning, and they scored the final seven runs of the game to win it. That was pretty cool. Earned him, should have earned him, a a gift card to go to Arby's and get himself whatever he wanted to treat himself to at Arby's for hitting that game-winning Grand Slam. By the way, I've got some gift cards from Arby's that are gifts, that are prizes for our summer skip day. I got gift cards from Lewis. I got gift cards from... Arby's, I get kiss, uh, gift cards from Shields. Boy, uh, that tournament's just gonna be great. Again, call today to get signed up for our next tournament at Central Valley, and then our skip day is the 17th of July.